1: And this is Leah, co-founder of Bakesmart. Our canna are the first edible safety designs for cannabis-infused foods. Anyone from your child to your grandmother will understand when a food is medicated as long as it's marked with our edible green crosses. So, Leah, how are you doing? Oh, my God. I'm doing so good now that it's fall. I love... Fall weather. Love it.
2: (laughs) It's my time.
1: It's my my place. I can't stand summer. Spring is okay. Winter is nice, but it's too cold. But fall is like my freaking sweet spot. Yeah, I love it. I love fall. I'm right there with you. All women love fall. It's like, oh my God, it's fall.
0: Where's my scarf? I don't know if it's all women, just maybe witchy women, you know? Like Uh, that's- That's hey, what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I fit that. I fit that description. I am. I a think witchy yeah, I think I mean, yeah. I think we're both think men that, probably
0: all the same. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Some variation of that. And anyway. <laughs>
2: powerful
0: women, love and fall. Right. So speaking of powerful women, um, we're gonna start with our favorite things. But before we do that, I want to issue a little retraction apology. Um our Uh-oh. last beauty with barb <laughs> right <laughs> uh, hey we're human right uh some people make right. Um, and our last beauty with barb segment we uh we said the wrong website for empower body care um the proper website is empowerbodycare.com so check them out because they have amazing empower products cells-
2: E- oh, yeah, P- right. I should P- spell P- it, right? P- E-R. Yes. Yeah. Bodycare.com.
0: E-M-P-O-W-E-R bodycare.com.
1: Right. Power bodycare. You have to spell those words for me because I am just not good at it. And I'll put like I am no, or you won't
0: stop uh, it. <laughs> stop
1: <laughs> it. So
2: fine.
0: All right. So favorite um
1: product. what's my
0: favorite? Yeah. What is it? Uh, you know what it is? Okay. <laughs> My favorite thing actually isn't out yet, but I'm so excited for it to be. It's called The Art of Weed Butter, and it's a step-by-step guide to becoming a can-of-butter master, and I just love this concept because I don't know anything about making can of butter I've tried before and failed spectacularly, so <laughs> I... Oh, I um, I really want to check this out and I I definitely recommend everybody look into this because it comes out in December and you can look it up um the website is www.menlay.com that's m e n n l a y and it's
1: called The Art of Weed Butter. So Nice. Oh, that'd be a great book. Well, I use my magical butter machine, which has saved my life because I was using distillate, and I don't really like using distillate. Mm-hmm. It, although I, you can you can actually dose more accurately with distillate, at least for me it was. Um, but it's not the the full plant, right? Mm-hmm. You know they're they're taking some of the properties, the healing properties, out of it. So it's much better if you can make your own butter. So mm-hmm. magical butter. Is it magical or magic? I always butcher their name. You really need and to not do that. I know. I know. And all I know is it is magic and it works and I love it. It's like a party in a box. I've said that before. And we even have um a code for 20. Is it $20 off? No, uh 20% off, I believe. 20% off. Okay. Um we'll so come we back to that. To... <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. I'm already yes. just like on my butter. Yes. I'll okay, stay tuned for the discount, <laughs> people.
2: Stay tuned. What is your favorite thing? <laughs> stay
1: on point here. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so my favorite thing is, and I know this is a, a completely shameless plug for my but own it's product. It's not shameless because we should be promoting ourselves as women in
0: the industry. It's true.
1: It's, you're so right. So, so more often than not, I do not promote my own yep. product and I should because I believe 100% in it. And so my product is... Can of Cows by Bake Smart, we have a home kit. And what you use your home kit for is if you're baking brownies or you're baking cookies at home and they are infused and you want to make sure they're marked, like if you're like me and you're making something for a party, I will, if I have plain brownies and I have infused brownies, I'm sorry, it's going to be a crapshoot. You may get a confused one. You may not. Uh, I will never remember which is which, which is kind of what started this marking mm-hmm. of edibles. So I make these little green cross um, decals that you bake right on. They're made of sugar and cornstarch and edible food dye. And it clearly marks your brownies, cookies, whatever you're making with a green cross. We also have a kit you can use with chocolates. You can use it with gummies and hard candies, but you have to wait till the gummies or hard candies cool below 150 degrees. And then you could just lay it on there, rub it, your candies and chocolates and gummies are marked. It's just such a great product. And it's such a great thing to have too, because like I said, if you're having a party, it's a great way to notify your guests without any question. Hey, these are medicated. They've got a green cross on them. And I'm telling you people intuitively know when they see that green cross, they're like, Oh, what's in here. Is this medicine? Is this cannabis? They know intuitively. so I am making a plug for that. You can buy the kits on, uh, Baked Smart dot Are you sure? Are you sure or, you know your own website? Um oh, it's okay. Yeah, I do. it baked smart B-E. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh my god, look at B a k e d s m a r t Say that again because you sound like you were there. Say that one more time. I know. so it's baked B-A-K-E-D. Smart S-M-A-R-T dot org. And we will have a coupon code on Podbean and on the other sites uh, for 25% off. So you'll get 25% off any kit you uh, want to buy. Second, the fact that those are amazing products
0: because I've tried them myself. And if I can figure it out, (laughs) then I mean, it's pretty much idiot proof. And um, I think that it's ingenious and people should be using that. So can't say enough about that,
1: right? No, they, it, it is, it is so true. They're great, great and I love them. So, but you know what? I also want to say, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I love that. Diana. I love that. And, I, and you're great too. Yeah. And, a great and there's team. some great people Let's be on this uh, episode. We awesome. have some amazing women. But, but before we get that to that, I wanted to say, and I know I hate to interrupt you and I do this a lot. I do want to say to people, look, oh, yeah. if you are a company in Oregon and you want your product reviewed, you can contact us. Um, and you know, our our uh, email is on the Podbean. It's listed your on Podbean, but it also is, what is it? Gmail.com. Um, there you go. And so if you're in Oregon and you have a THC product you want reviewed, I can review that. If you're in Maryland and you have a product uh, you'd like to review that's a THC. Diana can do that. If you have a CBD product anywhere in the United States, we can review that. We can also review any kind of um, devices that you have. Um, like if you have vape pens or you have torches or well, like Smoke Cartel sent me um, a torch, an amazing torch. Oh my God, this thing is the best torch ever. Michael, my partner always mm-hmm. uses one of those big butane things with like the torch yeah. on the end, like a big welding thing. So since we ever seen this torch. I swear to God. Thank you, Smoke Cartel. Shout out to Darby. And then also a honey collector. I don't the honey know. Collector it is. is so. Key. <laughs> Michael used it. It's this really cool type thing. I mean, Michael uses it because I don't dab, but he used it and it was amazing. It was the coolest thing because we went to the beach this weekend and instead of bringing his big dab rig, he brought the honey collector. So go on SmokeCartel.com, purchase that honey collector. It's amazing. It's really reasonably cost too. Our price too, and. Get that torch. That torch is freaking amazing. So, if you have a product like that and you want it reviewed, we will talk about it. And not only will we talk about it once, we'll keep talking about it because when we love products. No, we just can't and stop talking about it, can we?
0: Hopefully, soon we'll be having uh, some <laughs> short videos that will include some of these reviews. So, uh, look forward to that. We're, we're going to have some, hopefully, yeah, some, I hope so. some big uh, additions if we can keep going forward in the positive direction, which I think we can. So,
1: yeah. yeah, I think we can too. We're doing good so far. Thank you to everybody who absolutely. downloaded us. Thank you to everybody um, who's listening to us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We 1,000%. Appreciate it. Um, so we've talked a lot about cooking already. So obviously our, our episode theme is cooking related. Yay. <laughs> Which I love to do. But uh, what I don't love to do is follow directions. And <laughs> I'm really? one of those eyeballing people. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I know. Wow. Can you imagine?
2: <laughs>
0: Not at all. all. Issues with authority, much I don't think so. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so there's we have some advice, and we also have some amazing women on this episode who are at the forefront of cooking in this industry. We also talked to um the founders of Cannabis Cooking Magazine,
1: which I know you're a big fan of, Leah. Oh, huge. I was able to meet one of the ladies and just amazing women doing another amazing thing. We just love these women in and their cannabis, sisters, which I think is so cool. Yeah, um, is that's
2: that so great?
0: Yeah, and they have a lot of really awesome advice. Uh, and we talk about, you know, what's coming up in the magazine and what they're looking for from contributors. So there's a lot of opportunity in that interview with um devora and carmel so oh, mm-hmm. check that out um because they were really fun to to talk to well everyone was and everyone always is i i never have
1: uh a boring
0: time
2: <laughs> no.
1: and- I was, I was fortunate enough to talk to Devorah. We actually went to, um, you know, where we went, when we met, we went to the grown chocolate CBD cafe mm. and I had CBD hot chocolate, which was amazing. Yum. And I bought their CBD caramel, like dolce de leche sauce. Mm. Uh, hello. So good. So hopefully Devorah will even write about that, uh, in the magazine.
0: Yeah. What a great
1: product that was. So, so yeah,
0: yeah, maybe.
1: So, all right, let's, <laughs> Maybe. let's
0: start with our I advice. Um, I'm going to, I'll start with the first yeah, you start. item. Um, so before you even start <laughs> on a venture of, of cooking with cannabis, um, it's important that you purchase your cannabis from reliable sources. Now, I mean, sometimes it's not always an accessible possible. possible, right? But if you can try to purchase from dispensaries uh, because, uh, it's, te- they're tested and, and you know what you're getting. So, I mean, that's very, very important when you're cooking.
1: Never use synthetic marijuana. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: that's not, and Good. I, I don't even like the fact that that's called that, you know what I'm saying? Because I even right. I wrote about I it and I'll go off. I, I won't go on a rant, but I'll just say, let's not even, don't even Uh-oh. go there. Don't go there. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, the one. <laughs> uh, okay. So the
1: next one, you can go ahead. So, All right. So <laughs> the next one, and and this is what this is what really intimidated me the most was decarbing the flower, yep. and then also getting information about dosing because so someone you know, I never had access to it. It was only through friends when I lived in California, and they would give it to me to make edibles for their sick parents or just for a party or whatever it was because i love to bake Mm -hmm. but that was the most intimidating part oh my god you know how long do you decarb for and how do i dose this so thankfully nowadays there's some excellent resources out there there's cookbooks i know uh, lori wolf of lori and mary jane's got some on amazon um there's the one that you're talking about um there's dosing charts. Uh, we're going to have links to these two. GQ magazine has a guide to weed dosage. That's pretty accurate from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, the cannabis had an article from 2014, which I used way back when, and it's pretty reliable because I also had my, um, edibles tested and I was right on point. And then, uh, Jeff, the 420 chef has a really cool, uh, thc calculator so you can go to his site and see that and then leafly has uh an article we'll have a link to that too about dosing but that's the most important thing and i i went when i went to cannabis cup i think it was 2015 Mm -hmm. one of the guys was like you know they say you can't get your marijuana like hotter than 300 degrees or whatever that you shouldn't Mm -hmm. blah blah blah, because you get a like zap all the THC out of it. And that really isn't true. You lose about 20% mm-hmm. and you really don't lose much more than that um, for any length of time. Otherwise, you know, baking, you'd have to completely load your like muffins, cookies, whatever with THC, because you're going to bake it for 20 minutes, right? Right. At 350. It's just, you're going to lose about 20%. So you calculate that into your dosaging mm-hmm. that, you know, when you're baking average in about 20% loss. Mm-hmm. And I always, I always recommend if you're in a state that's legal, get your butter tested. Use the magical butter machine, get your butter tested. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way you know exactly what you're putting in your edibles.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, some companies will do that for you, they'll provide you the test results. So you can always just double check that, I guess, if you really want
1: to. <laughs> but at least well, you know I like it. to, but I'm, I'm a freak about dosing right. because. When I was making edibles, the the one thing that people had a problem with was if they're higher than 25 milligrams mm-hmm. per edible, and sometimes they were just because of what I had and what I, how I was making it. But w- they would say, look, your stuff tastes so good mm-hmm. that I want to eat the whole thing. And so they, they were requesting, this was back like in 2013 before low dosing was even really that popular. Look, make them five to 10 milligrams. So that's what I had to do. And so I had to really be careful and like use myself as a Guinea pig Cause I have such a low tolerance mm-hmm. that I would know a low dose edible if I ate it. So yeah. that's what would happen. I'm the opposite. I have a very high tolerance. So it's, well, that's that's my partner. He can eat seven hundred milligrams of an edible Whoa. and not feel anything well, that's seriously. Intense. Like I don't even know. I don't know <laughs> well, he dabs every- I don't know. I mean you can still dab and you can have a low tolerance to edibles. For whatever reason, his body that's does true. not Some people, right? edibles. Yeah. I can't do them with alcohol. I it's I mean I don't oh really
2: no drink anymore,
1: no. but if I do Oof. No, no, no. You <laughs> cannot drink. Do not ever, ever drink and do edibles. People listen to us. Do not do that. No. Do not go down that road. Yeah, It is such an ugly road and you don't need to. You can eat your edible and feel so good. And especially if that edible has CBD in it, mm-hmm. that's huge. So if you can get flour, like an ACDC. Or blue Charlotte's Web. They have some blue dreams. Anything Green. that's really high in CBD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make your edibles with that. Because even if you go on the higher side, mm-hmm. People won't have a bad experience with your edibles, which I think is huge and key because so many people, as you know, we've talked about this many times. How many people do we know that have had such a bad experience with edibles and they don't want to go back? And so, and really for me, yes. I've said it so many times, edibles are the best way to get your cannabis in my humble opinion.
0: Right. And everybody's different.
1: So I don't think that, but <laughs> I you know, we're always, we're like, well, I would love to say yin and yang, but we're like oil and water.
2: <laughs> oh no,
0: um,
1: olive
2: oil, though. joking. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. and water. Yeah, sometimes it works. <laughs> sometimes it works. Uh, no. So, I do you, you want to go on to the anywhere. next
1: one now? Yeah. Tell people I'm getting out of
0: here. I was like, um, hold on, what were we just <laughs> talking about? <laughs> no. One of the really some like for someone like me because I already said I don't pay attention to you know directions very much uh, when i cook i just kind of eyeball it so having a machine like the magical butter machine
2: (laughs) which we actually talk
0: about uh in in the cannabis cooking magazine interview um it's an amazing tool to have because it's easy it's uh an amazing i don't i can't say enough about it and also we have a code for our listeners um if you use the code your highness yeah that's right and you go to magicalbutter.com then you get um 20 percent
1: is it twenty? 20 percent, and I think it's on sale right now for one hundred and seventy-five dollars. So you could save thirty-four dollars with our code. Yeah, which is great, and it really is a party in the box. Mm-hmm. Magical butter, and it's super easy to use too. Yeah. I used it. I it. Yeah,
0: you can also make things that are non-food related items, which I love uh, because yeah, like daiquiris. yeah, you can make uh, like baby lotion, which is on my list of things to do. I have that on oh. my yeah. It's I'm I'm definitely gonna make it. They have, uh, like, uh, an organic bug spray. Uh, I mean, there's so many things. They have what? recipes on
1: their, um, on their website. I did not do that. Well, you know, the, so I'm the exact opposite of you. I don't like to read. Once I read something, then I'm done. And so I never go back. So... I read all my recipes, magical butter. <laughs> you just ready. read it and you're like, I'm back. not going to double check anything. I know. I need to I need to go do back go back because they're constantly coming out with new things. And also get on their newsletter because they have um emails that go out and they have recipes in there. Obviously I don't check those recipes, but oh um, they have recipes, they have stories. I have to they're cut great. in. I lied about the 20% off. It's thirty dollars oh, off. Oh, so. okay. But that's still, you're saving $30, um, so it'll cost you 154 And it includes molds. It includes everything you need to make butter except for the butter and the cannabis. And the oil. Because you can make oil in it, too. Yes, yes. And, and a lecithin. <laughs> you know, you need, you no, you know, need the lecithin to make,
0: to make it. it.
1: Lecithin, lecithin. I said lecithin, or but less whatever.
0: Anyway. I, I was thinking that I don't... Don't... All
1: right, we're getting sidetracked whether Monday or Tuesday we don't, I don't know. know okay so anyway <laughs> yes and then also the Levo machine too I, is another one Levo that's is a sexy machine. machine but
0: I've never actually used it so I can't speak to
1: it yeah either I'm waiting for her to give me one fact, <laughs> it's not
0: funny. Um, okay so the next one is two... oh this...
2: yeah
1: go ahead yeah I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm sorry to cut in, but I'm going to do this one because I have a personal experience with this. So when you are making, let's say you make your butter or you, you make something um, with cannabis in it and you use certain bowls, you use certain pans, do not reuse those for anything else except for your cannabis creations. And the reason why is because I don't care how much you clean it. I scrubbed a pan. I scrubbed it with soap and water. I I like let alcohol sit in it. I scrubbed it, scrubbed it, scrubbed it made fried eggs. The next day got so high. I know. I from remember. The red in the pan. And I, I mean, I was out for like four hours, of course, yeah. low tolerance. Okay. That, I, I am going to say that most people wouldn't even notice. Like we have a mug in our house that I use to put hot water in. And then I liquefy my syringes that I have my distillate in. Uh, uh-huh. And Michael, <laughs> Michael, I don't drink it, either, but he drinks coffee out of it. And I, and, and that's why I do it. And he just says he doesn't notice anything, but it's the weirdest thing. I could never drink out of that cup. If I drink out of that cup, I could. I'd could, i be gone. Give me that Yeah, cup. you might be able to
2: <laughs> yeah, I should sell that cup. It's yeah. Like so I, want, I
0: want coffee out of that cup is what I'm saying. When
1: you come to visit, I will serve you coffee out of that cup. <laughs> but so really simple with your utensils. What I do is I just have, I mean, obviously I have, I had an edible company, so I have professional stuff, but if I'm just cooking at home, I also have a box that I just mm-hmm. keep all my cannabis in. And that way, for my mixing bowls, to measuring cups, to anything I have that's going to touch the oil or the butter, I just keep it separate. Better mm-hmm. safe than sorry, right? Because especially if you have children, you don't yeah. want the kids you know, eating with oh, a spoon yeah, that you no. dug your oil out with. No, no, no. Or if you have animals
0: that are very smart and have opposable thumbs like a monkey or something. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, it's true. It's no, but I just think people are like, watch out for your animals. It's like, well, your animals can only do so much, right? I mean,
1: <laughs> right. They need, they need some help. Well,
0: I mean, I guess they can get, I mean, my cats are pretty, pretty clever, but my dog, I don't think he could like get into the refrigerator and like take out something and eat it, you know?
1: And anyway. uh, you'd be surprised. I seen videos where animals open the freaking refrigerator door. It's crazy. Ugh where there's a will there's a way. Uh, okay.
0: So do you so, want to do the, yeah.
2: Do you want to do the next one? Let's,
0: yeah, experiment in small batches, which I'm all about because you know, uh it's costly to make <laughs> big mistakes.
1: <laughs> oh god. In more Tell ways than one,
0: that. you know, financially, uh whatever. Whatever, whatever. There's other ways it can cost you. Um uh, so just try it out in little tiny batches because like we just mentioned earlier there are so many people who have had bad experiences with edibles, and one of the yes. only ways you can really prevent that is, and, it, and it's frustrating, believe me, because I'm an impatient person, so I'm impatient, I don't follow directions, I sound like a pleasure. <laughs> um <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: right? um, so yeah it's it's hard for me to do but i know it's it's necessary because if unless you're the only one consuming that product which even then you should kind of do it because you don't know how your body will react and you don't want to wake up well, two days know later. How your body
1: will react and and it's expensive, um, but yeah, small batches are always just either half or even quarter the recipe. I've done that before. Yeah, I mean it's a little bit harder to quarter it, but you know, definitely you can half the recipe and do that because you don't want to waste your cannabis. Although in my house, it never goes to waste. It has to be like burnt black mm-hmm. for Michael not to eat. The um, well, you're the, like really
0: good <laughs> at baking and stuff, so I think that there's nothing that really goes that way, probably. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes.
1: <laughs> then, this is I am true. Not immune, but this it's is true. true. So, I mean, one time I forgot to add, I made cupcakes. I made infused cupcakes. And thank God, baby Jesus was looking out for me and they came out. I forgot the liquid. What? So there was butter in it. And there was all this, <laughs> I don't even know how I mixed it up. I think that there was yogurt in it too, but there was, I had to put milk in it. And I didn't put the milk. And so the batter was super thick. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Thank God they tasted well. But I forgot all the, mm-hmm. I forgot the uh, liquid. Look at baby G's in the house. Yeah, our cocoa, her cocoa host is in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and right in time for the last two. Mm-hmm. So we want you to mark your products in some way to show that they're infused, whether you use my can of cows or you use something else, mm-hmm. but mark them so that little eyes <laughs> like baby G's yeah, In them, there's a green cross. It's so easy to to educate kids. Anything with a green cross is medicated. Mm-hmm. So I know baby G is going to grow up knowing anything, any food product with a green cross means that has medicine and that will make him sick. And I
0: just want to uh, interject quickly because I know a lot of people like to use the whole it's poison line because they think that'll keep a child from consuming whatever no. it is. And I feel like that is so dangerous uh, because you're teaching your child the thing that you're fighting against, which is that cannabis is poison. It's not, it's a medicine.
1: It's, it should be viewed as such. And, uh, I think most people listening to our show wouldn't, wouldn't call it poison, but there are people, unfortunately. And if you hear them, just educate them. mm -hmm. It's not healthy to call it poison. Well, it's just like when Washington was going to put the Mr. Yuck stickers,
0: right. That's what I I think that's more uh, of the direction I'm going. Like people are using those labels instead of the cross, which obviously means medicine, um, medicinal, you know, just make sure that you're teaching your children that it's your medicine and not that it's poison because that can also get you in trouble, you know, because kids like to repeat
1: things. So (laughs) <laughs> right know, true. They're, they're just little mimickers mm-hmm. they just mimic, mimic mimic and always at the wrong right. time Mommy mommy's oh. poison uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes yes she is because she's a witch right. <laughs> <laughs> so the last one, and last but not least diana yeah,
0: you want to sure. bring this home keep final products safe by storing it out of reach and i Site of children, roommates, friends, parents, etc., to avoid accidental consumption. It's so important because 99% of the stories that are out there, the alarmist ones were, oh my god, so and so had to go to the hospital because they accidentally consumed a cookie that didn't, you know, belong to them. Oh I'm oh like, god. I mean, some of
1: them are ridiculous. Oh. It's like, why do you just randomly I've go in? I've heard two stories now of pilots. What? One of them was up in Seattle. Yeah. One of them was up in Seattle. Um, I think he was an Alaska Airlines pilot. He didn't go to work, though. He ate his wife's chocolate, didn't know it was infused, because Washington doesn't mark their edibles, and so really didn't know it was infused, ate it, and then the next morning just was like, I am high, and so he had to call and sit. then there was one in Colorado that got fired um, because he tested positive for uh, THC, and he didn't know how, and he kind of like deduced that it was at a friend's house. He ate a couple gummies. Oh, no that were out and uh so he was able to get it reversed but it took a lot of time a lot of money and a lot of effort to get it reversed that it was an accident that he didn't mean to that he wasn't that type you know not that that type of person but he wasn't he knew he couldn't ever use drugs being right, a pilot, right right is what right, he
0: right. well not that, that intro, so, um, real quick
1: but okay no,
0: <laughs> i know what you I mean it's it. yeah they're not supposed to use
1: yeah, no, they're not supposed to, and I don't want to be flying with a a pilot that's high. I I just I mean, I say you no probably are. So I probably are over on the west coast. I'm sure we are. I'm sure. Or I'm sure. sure we are. I mean, but you know, it's, <laughs> or, I think I think you're more likely to get a drunk pilot than you are a stone pilot, but but yeah, so it is a it is a concern though. It's a concern if you have um you know I've heard of parents getting into a stash. I've heard of children getting into a stash. I've heard of, you know, roommates accidentally getting into a stash. One of my friends, she came home and there was a bowl of spaghetti in a refrigerator. Uh Her son, who's like in his 20s, had had watched the house. So she ate the whole bowl of spaghetti. (laughs) It was, she said she was high for four days. Oh, geez. She couldn't move. I don't know how much was in that bowl of spaghetti, but I mean, you know, it happens. Mm -hmm. And had there been green crosses or had there even been marijuana leaves on it or, you know, even dried marijuana, she might have noticed something, but it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I had a big debate with a guy today about about how uh, you can't tell infused foods and what are we going to do about mm-hmm. it? And uh, you got to hide them and you got to mark them, right? Mm-hmm. And baby G agrees. He's like, yeah, okay, that's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so now that we have really, uh, all right, now we've really gone off about it.
1: <laughs> so, well, I hope we've educated people about about baking with cannabis. I mean, obviously, this is a very short list, but look at the different, um, you know, cookbooks that we recommend. Look at the different sites that we're going to have up about dosing. I mean, yeah, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll have them all.
0: <laughs> we'll try to remember to put all of them in there. That's a lot oh yeah it's a lot
1: but it's all right
0: absolutely there's a lot to learn about cannabis and cooking it's not the uh let's just make rice crispy treats you know anymore um it's it's a whole new world so explore safely and uh have fun too Right always be yeah. fun always and fun. uh thank you if you're listening you know uh, we really appreciate it again we can't say that enough because uh that's that's what we do this for so um until next time
1: until next time we will see <laughs> we also you. want to
0: say that we appreciate all the women out there who are uh, pioneers in this industry that are just like making it happen every single day
1: and uh walking the wad yes we need, we need more women we need more women and this is the industry Absolutely. to do it um so yeah
0: and if you want to be on the show and or if you want to have a product <laughs> someone's jumping in here uh reviewed be sure to email us at your highness podcast at gmail.com and and be sure to listen
2: to us on iTunes. We're or or honestly or listening to Podbean. Us. They figured
0: it out.
1: <laughs>
0: no, follow oh. us on social media. How about that? Add, uh... Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Don't listen to me. I had an edible. Don't to um, we have no, a new Instagram really account, true, but... and our Twitter is what? What was that? What's our Twitter handle? It's Your Highness Podcast. Or no, our Twitter handle is Heinz Podcast. And our Instagram is your highness podcast, I believe. And,
1: uh, yeah. We should probably be better prepared with our, <laughs> we obviously, we don't do our own social media. We have someone helping us. I do the Twitter sometimes.
0: sometimes. I mean, I it's like, remember. I do the Instagram yeah, too Twitter, you, you, Look, I'm just kind of yeah. a little bit higher right now myself, <laughs> so it's probably a good time to end this um anyway happy halloween because it's going to be on after that but you know that's today and that's what's going on so have a good (laughs) i mean you can still celebrate it two weeks from now or whenever this comes out right we're we're gonna have
1: to cut this out yeah we're we're rambling okay
0: anyway (laughs) all right so until next time uh thank you leah
1: Thank, Thank you, you Diana. It was great. great. Appreciate <laughs> <Okay>. you. <laughs> this is this you and that beautiful okay. baby G. All right. I will. <laughs> Looking
0: for an alternative option to unpleasant treatments? Empower Body Care has natural non-toxic options for relief and so much more. Empower offers cannabinoid-based topical relief oils and lotions, sensual oil, and soaking salts that are all versatile. They're perfect for soothing localized discomfort all over body care and preventative wellness for anyone who just wants to feel relaxed, refreshed, and good in their skin. At Empower Body Care, their mission is to provide high-quality plant-based alternatives to conventional treatment methods. You can check out their product line at EmpowerBodyCare.com and on Twitter at EmpowerOil. That's EmpowerBodyCare.com and at Empower Oil. You can also check out founder Trista Oakle's interview in episode eight of Your Highness podcast. Our first guests today are Carmel Ungerlieder at Abrams and Devorah Ungerlieder-Moore, sisters and founders of CannabisCookingMagazine.com. Cannabis Cooking Magazine combines whole flour foods, responsible cooking, and expert advice and culinary ideas. Cannabis Cooking Magazine also evokes responsible culinary inspiration for the curious and canna-expert alike. Learning about cannabis and how it supports health through foods can be life-changing. So check out CannabisCookingMagazine.com and
2: learn how you can subscribe.
0: So. Carmel and Devorah, what inspired the creation of Cannabis Cooking Magazine?
2: Well, we've been in food publishing for seven years, focusing on special diets like paleo, gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, um, and then each of us has our own backstory regarding cannabis. But the real eye-opener was when Devorah was diagnosed with Lyme disease, I was able to make her a salve that assisted her with pain relief. Uh which then started our rabbit hole of investigation on how beneficial the whole uh, canvas plant can be. And upon investigation, there's been a lack of focus on food and education surrounding it. And there has been a gap between the fancy culinary arts trained chef, edible companies, and the home cook. Whereas the home cook has been uh, hasn't been included other than the basic sweet treat recipe, a brownie or a cookie or something of that nature. And we want to be able to fill that gap. Yeah. So like a little backstory, I was a,
3: a, to a point, this is Devorah and speaking, and um, I really just, I it got to a point where I could not walk I was in so much pain having a flare-up, and I am the say-no-to-drugs girl, always have been, Miss Organic, however, and really focused on whole food and nutrition, and my sister Carmel here, who has have been super lucky and grateful to work with um, for years, was like, you have got to try this. She made me the salve, and I got up, crawled from my bed to my bathtub, soaked to open up the pores of my skin. And then um, put the salve on afterwards so I know it would have the right absorption. And literally it was three minutes and I could put my feet on the floor and like it did not hurt. And I, at that moment, I was like, holy kamoli, this is amazing. And that really was for me a turning point in my attitude, a turning point in um, investigation and basically questioning what has been, you know, kind of the rhetoric around uh, cannabis that I've had my entire life. And so, um, yeah, that was a couple of years ago and it really pointed us in that direction. And just a second, what Carmel said, you know, there's a lot of amazing chefs doing such cool work with incorporating cannabis into not just food, but like experiences. Mm-hmm. However, for the home cook and a home user, how to actually mm-hmm. incorporate it into our lives, um, there was a missing. And, you know, we have been in food publishing for years and that's really our niche. And so we were, we're on a mission to bring cannabis education to um, the home cook through multiple lenses, through cooking and edibles and health and wellness and DIY topicals, Mm -hmm. home spa experiences for self-care, and then discuss life and travel when cannabis is involved. So, through um cannabis cooking magazine is really a culinary lifestyle publication where food and cannabis meet responsibly and that's it hands down
0: that's awesome i love that because i i'm always um uh, i'm one of those people that likes to read re- recipes and things like that <laughs> and uh i always see these really complicated infused uh recipes and things. And it seems right. so inaccessible, you know, to someone who's not like a gourmet cook. And I think right. it definitely, there's a gap yeah. there for sure. And mean, I mean,
3: there is a little bit, things. I mean, it I is complicated because cannabis is personalized medicine. There isn't a one size fits all for people. And so, and the same thing goes for incorporating right. into your food. Um, so it's mm-hmm. really taking that part looking at yeah. the basics, what you need to have is your basics, right? From your can of butters to your tinctures, salts, sugars, everything that can be elevated and infused. Mm-hmm. And then how to use that for your personal needs, whatever they might be, you know, medicinal or recreational. Um, so that's really a big mm-hmm. focus to make it simple for people. And, um, and then I think a huge part of it as well is for people to know that they have to track, you know, their experience with their concepts.
0: <laughs> right. That's absolutely. absolutely. Start low and go slow, as we say. <laughs> we didn't create that saying, but anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, how can a person pitch a story or idea and what are you looking for? Do you guys accept pitches from freelance writers
3: We do. All you have to do is email editor at Cannabis Cooking Magazine. Mm -hmm. And in the subject line, you can put submission recipe, submission story, and we'll answer you right away. Awesome. And you're typically looking for
0: recipes and things like that. You have um, an upcoming issue in the spring, you said?
3: Yeah, so we work ahead of schedule. So we're right, right now currently. If this airs in the fall, then we are um, accepting recipes for the spring and summertime, no matter where you are in the world. So if you have something with spring and summer flavors, we're open to looking at it, and um, and stories along that line as well. Okay, awesome. And can
0: they get submission guidelines from you, or do you just have a general? Uh, we do have submissi- submiss-
3: submission submission guide. submission guidelines. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We do have submission guidelines. (laughs) Um, Let me see if it, uh, I'm going to double check that it's posted on our website. Okay. Uh, If not, we'll add it on. We have submission section in our emails. We do a call for entry um, to people who are on our list. And if you would like to be on our list, you just have to go to CannabisCookingMagazine.com and sign up on the front page and then you'll be included in our list. Yep. I just did that yesterday. So
0: awesome. To see what happens there. Um, so uh,
2: what is your favorite part of cooking with cannabis? So our favorite part really is all about flavor profiling and making the perfect pairings that balance and give you the effect that you're looking for. So that is really, it's really fun. It's um, and especially seasonally. And um, being able to see like how, how infused we can get um, with your flavor, the kind of that earthy tone that the cannabis has to offer, mm-hmm. or seeing how far dialed back that we can take that earthy tone so that you don't have it present within your cookie. So that's been um, really fun and kind of what gets our gets our juices going about um, cooking because it is really it's really quite intricate on how to use it. Mm -hmm. And I think
3: that when you have, um, a lot of people think, oh, brownies, right? So sweet and baked goods and that kind of stuff. But there's so much that can be done with sauces and savory foods. Um, And even as simple as sprinkling a little infused salt on things to really enhance the flavor, one, but then two, give you that cannabis experience. Um, Pretty neat. And I think coming up I think we should just talk fall a little bit because fall is here Mm -hmm. and um, an easy way to try incorporating cannabis into Mm -hmm. your world, especially around the holidays, is through Mm mocktails, right? We're a big fan of like non-alcoholic beverages and it's uh, quite simple to add a couple of drops of a cannabis tincture to a beautiful muddled like herbal blend of your favorite herbs and flavored seltzer Mm -hmm. water. It doesn't have to be super fancy, right? But, like, something that's in season, like a sage or a rosemary. Like a nice apple cider or something like that. You could put it in. Yeah. Mold cider would be delicious. Or mold, um, like cranberry juice, like a wassail. Yeah, I
0: was just going to say wassail. I love wassail.
3: (laughs) Right? So good. <laughs>
0: <is>
2: so good.
3: <laughs> good idea. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. You know, we really played with yeah. We really played with the ideas of um, what are the gin and tonics, right? But instead, it's tincture and tonics, and really pushing that herbal blend of like the juniper berries muddled with um, cardamom seeds and cinnamon sticks, and then orange peel. Add just. Or, like a mandarin sparkling Mm -hmm. water, and then the tincture to your liking. It's really amazing. Are you guys going to do like uh, an infused Thanksgiving feast or anything like that? Yes. (laughs) And if you're on our list, you actually will receive a complimentary digital copy of it. So, that's it's coming
2: up very shortly. good.
0: good. I can't wait for that. Um, So, in what ways do you think women entrepreneurs can make the cannabis space different from other industries?
2: So we really have an opportunity. Our experience so far has been nothing but supportive with supportive being the keyword. We believe in lifting each other up, sharing information and promoting one another and cannabis cooking magazine, or we like to call ourselves CCM for short. Uh, we're working really to highlight chefs and home cooks and organizations that create a safe space for the can of curious. And if we work together, we can create equality ecosystem within the industry so with big, big, with big business and big industry coming into the cannabis space, it's important to be aware of like how quickly the statistics are turning. So the Marijuana Business Daily reports that in 2015, 36% of senior leadership in the cannabis industry was women compared to the national average of female leadership, which was 23%, while in other industries like the finance industry are just at 12%. But by 2017, the statistic for the female cannabis leaders has dropped to about 27%. And we're seeing that decrease consistently, the more, um, big industries are coming into play. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to jump in. Come on, ladies. We got to keep it up here, you know? (laughs) And then with uh, this industry being so young, there's an opportunity for organizations to set the example for equality by making sure that they have women board members and executives in place. And if you don't have representation and diversity within your organizations, you're missing out on a key multiple perspectives, which could really assist in your growth. Mm -hmm. And for the female entrepreneurs, you know, Devorah brought up a good, a good point when we were talking earlier that uh, we encourage them to seek out female-based or female-led investor groups. If you seek mm-hmm. them out, they may have more of an interest to see you succeed. I mean, there's
3: a huge difference when you are going and pitching to, you know, a bunch. Not All investor groups are fabulous. I'm just going to mm-hmm. position it that way. However, there's a difference mm-hmm. when you're pitching to an all-male group and they want to take you to dinner afterwards, mm-hmm. right? Instead of discuss the business at hand versus having yeah. true conversation uh, with female investors who are really committed to seeing mm-hmm. the success of your idea. It's a very different conversation and that's just from personal experience. Um, not, It's not every investor group. However, for your question in particular, how can we, you know, change the industry or females be present in this industry is I think really for an entrepreneur perspective to target and reach out to other females that are um, investing in industries in general. Um, right. This is a really amazing industry to be a part of and make change, you know?
0: And and with what you guys are doing, I think you're offering a, a unique opportunity because women, You don't have to be a writer necessarily to submit something to a publication like yours, because the unique part of a cooking magazine is that you can, you know, submit recipes and things. Right. So that could be a way for someone who says, I have no idea how to get into this, you know, to start. Just say, "Hey, look! I do this. I did this one thing. That's a, that's a foot in. You know, I'm oh, right. in it now." <laughs> Sometimes it takes something that simple just we, to start like, you the know, We're process. here
3: actually as a resource, I'd like to just open it up. You, you know, your listeners are welcome to reach out to us. Um, we're super open to discuss ideas regarding, you know, for the magazine. But you know, we've also had people approach us about product ideas, and we've opened in the industry. Uh, the food industry and develop different products at different times. And so we're happy to lend support and lend a helping hand wherever we can, you know, so feel free to reach out via email and we'll get back to you as soon as possible.
0: That's an awesome offer. Thank you so much. We need more people like that. You know, it's, it's a big deal.
3: It's so funny because we were, we were talking about, you know, just industry in general and um, you have skincare lines and, Right. Let's say you have two skincare lines or three skincare lines and they're female founders and people do want to compete and you know, knock the other one out. But in this space, there's room. There's room for people. So, it, so to get behind and support each other's products and lift each other up, we have the opportunity here to do so. It doesn't have to be such a cutthroat um, space. And I think that's something really beautiful about the industry.
0: Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. And I think that, like, it really helps to have people that are just willing to really have conversations. And I think that's where us as women, we stand out. Yes. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I think that's a good Definitely. thing it's a good thing now that we're talking about cooking and everything <laughs> <laughs> going back to that else get. Um, so how how do people in your life react to you doing the work that you're doing in this industry? Like, Have you had any pushback negative or otherwise?
2: Well it's funny because it's been very interesting having the normalization conversations and especially with our parents too <laughs> You know? um, mm-hmm. and yeah. so we're, yeah, so we're we're just we're slowly seeing the shift from the just say no culture and rhetoric of the 80s to questioning the actual social justice implications and acceptance of the plant. And these conversations have led to education regarding THC, CBD, benefits of the plant, how it's personalized medication, and that each individual really needs to take responsibility of their own body and what they put into it and, um, just being able to be aware of how the plant will affect you personally. So it's been fun. I've seen this big shift, um, with our parents, with our parents, friends, you know, this baby boomer generation is, uh, you know, they're the products of the sixties. Right. And, uh, they are really kind of starting to embrace, uh, the cannabis culture and, uh,
3: and here we are, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're part of the
3: sandwich generation. So we are basically, you know, here with parents who and grandparents maybe needing care and um, a little bit of extra support because they're getting to that age where, you know, the aches and pains and things are really coming to our forefront or people are experiencing Alzheimer's or whatever it might be, right? Um, and then we have our children that we're bringing mm-hmm. up too. And people are seeing, you know, with epilepsy or even different food sensitivities, aches and pains and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's really, there is a place for cannabis everywhere. And as a sandwich generation, we have a space of education and also support and healing. And that's, you know, people in our mm-hmm. lives, we've really had some positive conversations and had the opportunity to educate, which has shifted many people's opinions about the plant in general.
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what is a sandwich? I haven't heard sandwich generation. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe,
2: you're not, oh, not not Maybe you're not old enough.
0: <laughs> I probably am. i probably, or I'm probably too old, really. <laughs> what is a sandwich? Generation.
3: When, you're, when you're in the middle, so you're still, you're caring for your, chi- your own children, and then you're um, caring for your parents in your life as well. So it's really caring for two completely different generations.
0: Okay, that makes more sense. I I, I'm thinking like the latch key they called us and things like that. But yeah, I guess I'm that generation.
3: (laughs) Makes sense.
2: Anyway, um,
0: <laughs> so do you guys have anything specific to promote or any calls to action?
3: Um, specifically, we would love to hear from your listeners. We'd like to hear, uh, one, if you would like a complimentary issue of Cannabis Cooking Magazine, please feel free yeah, to cruise over to CannabisCooking.com and enter your name on the front page, and you'll be included in our list. Um, and that will be good for life, actually, for your you know, your listeners. Um, and then, and stories. We want to hear. We want to hear recipe ideas, um, story ideas. We're open to pitches. So feel free to email editor at com, and
2: we will get back to you as soon as we can.
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much.
2: And then currently we are hosting a movie in San Marcos, oh, California, that's right. November eighth. Uh, we have Mary Jane's, yeah, Mary Jane's Women in Weed, and we want to fill the theater. So grab your tickets today just Wendy and our, on we this have a show. link.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. We're having a own- yeah, mm-hmm. oh so, nice. and- great, yeah. We have
2: a, really big, <laughs> like yeah, we a have really, really big theater, like a really big theater. Yeah, We have a really big theater really to fill. Great. So we really want to, we want to sell at least 95 tickets. um, And when we sell 95 tickets, we will be raffling off a magical butter machine at the show. Oh,
0: yay. We love magical butter around here for sure. Yes, we do. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on and we would love to have you both back anytime.
3: Oh, we're excited. Thank Thank you for the opportunity to chat with you.
2: Yeah, we really appreciate it. Our next guest is Adelia Carello.
0: Adelia Carello is the founder and CEO of Direct Cannabis Network. Direct Cannabis Network is the leading digital B2B news network highlighting the latest tech entrepreneurs and innovative companies in the cannabis industry. With her roots in the corporate and consumer electronic industry, her passion for technology, startups, and innovation has been a key strength in her transition into the cannabis space. Becoming a voice for the upcoming startups, uniting the cannabis business community, Adelia is building an aspiring yet prominent voice in the world on the topic of cannabis entrepreneurship. For more information, check out directcannabisnetwork.com. For those who don't know, what is Direct Cannabis Network? Yeah, so
4: Direct Cannabis Network is a leading digital B2B news network. We cover the latest tech, entrepreneurs, and innovative companies in the cannabis industry. Uh, What we have done at DCN is we're creating an ecosystem through our online content, our digital B2B directory, and our private B2B networking events for entrepreneurs, investors, and business professionals
0: that are in the cannabis industry. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing resource. And we've talked about it quite a a bit on this show because we really, really love it. We love you guys, and we love what you're doing. Um, So how does DCN help entrepreneurs in this space? I know you just touched on that a little bit, but... I know there's some of the- uh
4: yeah I'll go a little bit further um, so with this you know entrepreneurial ecosystem that we're creating our first biggest thing is really to provide a voice for entrepreneurs uh, you know for them to share their stories talk about their businesses and then talk about their why you know why we're all doing what we're doing it's really building a business in the cannabis industry and so it takes a lot of grit and and persistence and you know speaking about why we're doing it reminds everybody Um, we also you know have created content by our talented group of contributors who provide more of like business educational content so that would help entrepreneurs learn like your basic business to-dos um Topics that go over that is uh, we talk about legal, accounting, maybe security, um, and then obviously a lot of other topics. Uh, we have a wide range of contributors who help with that. And then the other, well, there's a couple things, obviously. I'm, I'm like, there's another thing and another. But, <laughs> but the other two final things that we're really doing to help entrepreneurs um, is that we recently added our B2B directory. Uh, as another tool to connect business owners to service providers so that these companies can connect and work together. And outside of that, it's now bridging investors to learn about these upcoming startups and finding how we can eventually be able to connect them together. Because the next thing is as startups, you know, we start to build our businesses, whether we bootstrap, eventually we will have to fundraise. And so we want to be able to connect them because this network on DCN is really becoming filled with entrepreneurs and investors. So it's next thing is how do we
0: connect them all together? (laughs) That's amazing. And I think that really, honestly, people who are just getting started and have no idea where to look for information should start with DCN because I think you guys hit on every single facet of this industry and that's so rare and you're so passionate about it which i love um i I mean following you on instagram and everything it's just like you're so into this and it's just amazing i love it um what does tcn have in store for the future
4: so our biggest thing is really to become that, you know, that trusted voice and resource. Um, mm-hmm. we are already being viewed in all 50 States and 180 countries digitally. So Woo-hoo! awesome. Like I just remember when it was just, you know, I first started in my bedroom and it was like a lot of my friends signing up, which was awesome. But now I'm like, I don't know yeah. these people. Like, this is cool. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and, and our plan is to keep going global. You know, we want to hear mm-hmm. from entrepreneur cannabis entrepreneurs from all over the world. Um, Next year, we're also going to be hosting more B2B events, and we will also begin filming our uh, online shows in 2019, um, just to up, update our episodes and, and highlight more entrepreneurs and businesses and products.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, I think I'm really excited about it. I think I'm really excited. I am really excited. (laughs) I didn't mean to say it like that. (laughs) Um, So uh, since you're just so amazing, I know that you probably have some awesome advice for women entering this industry as entrepreneurs.
4: There's, I mean, I probably have a book of advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should write a book. I'd buy it. (laughs) Talk about all the realness that happens. Um, Well, two things, though, I would say is, and this is when I will always tell everyone that's coming into the cannabis industry. Um, you know, every a lot of times conversations happen, and people think they automatically have to learn how to grow or go to a dispensary and work. Mm-hmm. And in reality, if that's not what you excel in or want to do, you don't need to do that in the space. You know, there's so much opportunity, and you need to really look at what you excel in and almost like what you can bring to this, this community in this industry and, and do that. We, we need mm-hmm. so many, you know, talented minds to come into this space and, and just work together and, and really see where you excel and, and find your, your place, you know, network as much as you can, go to as many events, go, uh, reach out to people. What I love about industry is, you know, everybody's pretty cool in in responding in some way, you know, whether it's jumping on a call, email, even on social media, they they do want to help and and find ways to work together. So network and really
0: just look at what you can bring and bring that into this industry. Speaking of networking, uh, you have something pretty exciting coming up at, um, you're not, it's not going to be at the the MJ BizCon. It'll be during the MJ BizCon, correct?
2: Yes,
4: correct. Yeah. Um, Which I'm super excited about, you know, Uh, it's going to be a big week in Vegas for the the cannabis industry. You know, there's a lot of different events happening, but the biggest one for the industry is MJ BizCon and they're doing amazing things. Um, One of the things that we, we wanted to offer though was, was for entrepreneurs um, that are going to be in town during that week to come by and we're doing, it's called a entrepreneur lounge. Mm -hmm. So entrepreneurs get to come by, meet our sponsors, network, um, schedule meetings or even just kind of chill out and regroup after a bunch of, you know, probably back-to-back meetings or hearing a bunch of people speak at, at, at the conference. Um, and it's just to really have people come and, and network in a more intimate setting, but also the opportunity to get work done if they need to. You know, they, mm-hmm. I, I still have to run a business. I still have emails to answer and answering emails in the hallway or at a coffee shop is not always – the best thing so we wanted to provide a little lounge that could cater to entrepreneurs that are going to be in vegas that week mm-hmm. um, cool. we'll be doing some filming and yeah we partnered with some great companies and uh hopefully i'll give you guys some updates soon what that turned out
0: to right be. yeah definitely we're going to be checking in with you there and seeing how everything's going but i think that sounds amazing and i wish i could be there but next year i'll be there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: um
0: and i know you have a you have a series on the dcn right it's a podcast series um and you have some other other types of media right that you've got going on
4: yeah yeah we haven't um honestly haven't done any podcasts it's it's more video so when right. we do our, our yeah our online shows um we have quite a few different ones um you know ranging from there's coffee and cannabis which mm-hmm. is more woman uh, entrepreneur focused we have hotbox reviews which is product review focused uh dcn talks is sit down with founders and then inside out which is my favorite is where we get to go to businesses and show what a day in the life is like running a cannabis business that's awesome um, Yeah. So those are, that's what I'm excited about, you know, 2019, where we're going to be able to start filming again and start adding some new episodes to those. So that'll be cool.
0: Yes. I'm sorry. I called it a podcast. It's like, you can't even tell anymore which one's a podcast and what's not, you know, it's like, um, okay. Anyway, um, do you have (laughs) anything else to promote or call any calls to action? Because I know there's just so much going on.
4: Yeah, I mean, well, for those listening, if they, you know, if you want to stay updated with the latest tech, entrepreneurs, innovative companies in the cannabis industry, go to directcannabisnetwork.com. Also, if you are a, you know, business or a service provider, check out our new B2B directory and get your company listed on there. Um, and just just reach out to us. We, we want to hear your guys' stories and, and connect and just, you know, introduce you to the DCN community and all continue to grow and work together. Um as this industry, you know, becomes an industry, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and then you guys have a Facebook group now too, right? That's pretty yeah. awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forget sometimes. So yeah, there's so much. Um, yeah, we have a Facebook group. It's called Direct Cannabis Network, and you know, it's it's not. I wanted to make sure the group wasn't just showing only DCN content. So mm-hmm. we will try to show all types of informative business content that could help entrepreneurs. Or we even have, you know, if you join the group, you have a question, you want. Some help with something, you know. Post it in that group, and the, the community in there is just really helpful, and they'll help answer if they can, or share, or you
0: know, just connect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I like everything you're doing. Uh, keep doing it, and please come back. Well, we'll be talking to you on the ground at uh, MJ Biz, but definitely come back again um, because we love talking to you, and we're big fans. So yeah, we'll have to get something here <laughs> on, on one of our shows. Yeah, you, you both- Join us. <laughs> oh, I, we would love that. Thank you so much. And we'll talk Bye. soon. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to Your Highness Podcast. If you would like to be featured in a future episode or would like to inquire about possible sponsorship, email Your Highness Podcast at gmail.com. That's Your Highness Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Highness Podcast. That's at Highness podcast thanks again